Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone back to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast with Craig and Jeff. And we're now heading to the Super Bowl, looks like. we got Falcons, Patriots, and Jeff, we actually picked Falcons and Patriots. They're two of our teams. <laughs> so we're battling each other for the Super Bowl. Going to be Patriots. That's who I got. Yeah, unfortunately, but. I have Falcons, but I believe the Patriots. <laughs> they're the ones I wanted to, but I'll tell you, both both teams, this has been a, a very fun playoffs to watch. Um, this one was a little more dominant by the teams that won compared to, like, yeah. last week, but, you know, it was man. it was fun, man. Both having Brady versus Ryan is going to be really, really fun to watch. I, I think I think we've all been sleeping on the Falcons a little bit here. Like well, What they did to Green Bay? I mean, oh, my gosh. I, they weren't getting enough credit. I mean, I think they would have been getting more credit if it wasn't for Dallas being there, and Dallas kind of overshadowed them. And Green Bay's run, yeah. you know, the last eight straight. The Falcons' offense has just been ridiculous. And their defense actually was wasn't, say, that's wasn't what's bad. More surprising. We all knew that they could put up points, you know, very, very quickly. And especially Julio has been a little banged up. That guy <laughs> has just flat out showed us he is the best wide receiver by far in the league. I think. Yeah, it's ridiculous. The, what he did last week was unbelievable. I mean, he's making leaping catches, falling over receivers, just plowing people over, out sprinting people. Like yep. every facet of the game you can have as a wide receiver, yep. he showed off. 180 yards, two touchdowns, just, it's nine just... of 12. It was crazy. And, yeah, it really is. And Matt Ryan played far beyond what I ever thought he would too. I yep. mean, he kind of looked a little Favre-esque where he was like flicking them. He would step up in the pocket, really extend the play, kind of just toss them out there. He just made really smart decisions. It was I don't know. It was, a, it was a Matt Ryan that I'm not used to seeing. Man, he's going to go up high in drafts next year. <laughs> he will, especially if they end up winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't. I don't know. He's in that Rodgers, Brady, that tier. Breeze, those kind of players. Yeah. He's there. He, and he, it seems like this is the year he finally made the jump. Yeah. It's not a. It's not a fluke anymore. It just no. isn't. And I think the Falcons finally figured out too that, you know. If you, if you want to be a good team right now, or if they want to be a good team, that all of their firepower on offense has to be utilized, and then you just make up for it with strategy as far as defense goes. Because yeah. they're not going to have a dominant defense anytime soon. Oh, but worry. they can have a very good one, though. I worry for next year they're going to lose Kyle Shanahan. Their offense coordinator is going to go over to San Francisco. Will, will it affect them too much? Who knows? We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. But maybe it'll. Maybe San Francisco could be something if that's what the offense Shanahan brings over there. Yeah. Maybe. But with... Man, that's just unreal what they did to the Packers. I I didn't see that coming. No. At all. They really kept Aaron Rodgers in check, too. And, I mean, Aaron Rodgers still had a very good game, which is unbelievable. He did. I think, what, three Three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. I believe 280 some yards, I believe, somewhere around there. 287 yeah. yards and uh, three touchdowns. Man, yeah. they kept him so quiet in the first half. Pretty much the first three quarters, almost. Yep. And, I mean, that is, in itself, is amazing. Well, we're going to get more into that in a little bit. But let's get a little rundown this episode. You know, as you can expect, we're going to recap the games, talk about Falcons, Packers again. We'll talk about Patriots, Steelers. We'll recap how our bets went. You know, make our Super Bowl predictions, even though we're oh, we're still almost two weeks out. We'll make our early predictions. Maybe we have next week to change them yet if we want. But we'll make our predictions for that. And then also the end of the show, I have a little top five list again. This is going to be my top five. Players to avoid in 2017. Not necessarily 
they're going to have huge drop-offs, but the value they're going to be at compared to where I want to draft them, it's not going to be, you know, they're just players I'm going to avoid. I'm going to stay away from and not draft these guys. I'll have a little top five list for that. But might as well just talk about some games here. Yeah. Let's, we talked a little Packers-Falcons. We'll save that one for a minute here. Let's talk about Steelers-Patriots. And I thought this was going to be more of a game. Uh, it, it ended the way I <laughs> thought it was going to end. I knew that Tom Brady and Patriots would get back to form. That's what we predicted. We yep. thought, you know, no worry about sleeping on them. Yeah. I really thought that Pittsburgh was going to put up more of a fight, Just, offensively at least. Maybe the Bell injury. I mean, how much did that affect it? I mean, Bell's a big part of that offense, but and I think this comes to show – I feel like last week quarterbacks won it, and quarterbacks played very, very well this week too, but it almost felt like both games, like wide receivers were the ones that really decided who was going to win these games. And Pittsburgh's wide receivers dropped a lot of balls, and they they did not look sharp, especially in the first half. And, I mean, say what you want about the Patriots wide receivers, but Amendola, Chris Hogan, I mean, they came to play. Amendola, he's a little dude that is just, yeah. All these guys. I'm sorry, Edelman. But, man, they caught the ball fighting for extra yards. They would not put it on the ground. It, they just played a, a wonderful kind of, like, gritty game. Yeah, it's, I mean, Chris Hogan, he's had a couple of those games this year where he just all of a sudden goes nuts. Big play. First of all, the flea flicker <laughs> made me so happy. That was awesome. But, yeah, he um, every once in a while he shows these glimpses of really big play potential, yeah. and it's kind of nice to see Patriots still have that because Edelman – is a very good wide receiver, but he's he's not that guy for him. No. And Blunt is the same way, right? He's a he's a very serviceable back that fights for a lot of yards, but he's not the quick strike. So yeah. you're wondering if that was going to be their weakness, if they fall behind for any reason against the Falcons. But this kind of gives you an idea that maybe between him and Deion Lewis, they barely even use Deion yeah. Lewis. Surprisingly, <laughs> maybe they're receive. just saving they, a they bunch so of much. They threw the ball to nine different receivers. Nine different receivers had a catch. Right? How, how awesome is that? Nine though? different players. You know, that a couple is, of running that backs. That's really it's, fun football to watch for me. It's. I mean, they're Brady's just he's too good. He's thirty-two for forty-two, three hundred eighty-four yards, three touchdowns. If he gets pretty. You know the Falcons. We, their defense is okay. It's not bad. It's been better than we expected. But they're not great. Patriots should be able to do well against that Falcons defense next yeah. week. And I mean, look at. I mean, the Steelers probably are comparable defensively to what the Falcons are. And Brady just tore them up. Roethlisberger. It's Roethlisberger on the road. Like, <laughs> they're just I not. Feel, he's I not as good. He's just not as good on the road. I don't know. What, I mean, yeah, the Bell injury hurt. But in, in his numbers, I guess they don't look terrible. I mean, 31 for 47 for 314. I mean, they look okay when you see that, but the, I mean, the, that yards per attempt isn't high. It, it no. took a lot of attempts to get those 314 yards. Only one touchdown out of it and threw a pick. He's okay. It's just not great. And, no, you, I mean, you needed to do better than that against the Patriots, right? You knew that coming in. Like, you can't have that kind of game and expect to win. Yep. I just, I mean, such, I mean, it really was. It just got away from him so early on. That's what kind of blew my mind. Yeah, I could, I did not see that coming. And then that third quarter, they just, just it was still 17-9 at half. They still had a chance. They didn't really feel like they were really in it. But then the Patriots just took it. Yeah, they yeah. ended it. Ended it really early in that second half. And I don't know what this means for Pittsburgh going forward. I mean, did they get Martavis Bryant back next year? Did they actually maybe have somebody to go along with yeah, Antonio because, Brown? Yeah, Antonio Brown is unbelievable. I mean, he, he really is a, an amazing wide receiver. But everyone else on that team, they could go off 
for 200 yards for a couple touchdowns, or they could literally just turn into stone hands and drop everything that and comes to them. I don't think that Eli Rogers, Kobe Hamilton, Sammy Coates, I don't, do, I don't think those, that trio of receivers isn't getting done. They need yeah. Bryant there. They need him to be the deep threat. Yeah. And, I'm done with pretty much all of those guys. Yeah. I, I mean, especially like Wheaton and, and yeah, all those Wheaton just, is useless as far as I'm considered. And and D'Angelo Williams is actually really good, you know, when Bell's not in there. He does a very nice job, but Bell is so dynamic in the backfield that he can he catches so much that I think, especially going up against a very, very good team, I think it was just too much to overcome, even for Big Ben. Oh, yeah. It, it just wasn't. I feel like they'll be right back there next year. Their offense should be great fantasy-wise. They, I mean, Bell's going to be great. Brown's going to be great. Rothsberger still should be pretty solid, but... If they could get that other receiver in there, even be better. I really think they could. They need. They need one well, more. They need one more threat there, and hopefully that that should be Martavis Bryant. But we'll see. I mean, yeah. If, if the guy can just not get himself suspended again. I know, man. He was. He does. He he really looked. He really looked impressive for the time that we got to see him. And that could just be you know because everyone's while coach looked really good for a little bit, so it could be one of those situations. But I'm I'm hoping. Yeah. It, I am too. That'd be nice to have somebody else there that, and he could fall under. He could be under the radar next year well, in drafts. I'm. I always get afraid now. I get very, very afraid for drafting those kind of guys. The guys that are in trouble with the league. If I can get them for nothing, I would. Yeah, but they're making like, they're making examples of these guys, and you see. I mean, first of all, I mean, AP. We don't want to get too much into all the negative things you guys did, but AP. I mean, he was out for a while. Rice has never returned. Yep. Um, Obviously, that was a terrible one. And then, but then you have uh, Josh Gordon. It's like these guys can't stay away from yeah. their vices, and it's costing them years. And if you drafted Josh Gordon this year, thinking that he was going to be a great value, yep. you were waiting for it, and then he got suspended for the rest of the year, and now you're just sitting there. You had an extra spot. I mean, it really does kind of mess up your. It does the it's, whole it, beginning of your year. You can't spend anything for a guy like that. If you can get no. that guy, and the problem is, I feel like too many. Too many people that play fantasy football now are too smart. They do know players like Brian are coming back. He's not going to be had for nothing. No, it's yeah. it's just there's too many smart people out there. Luckily, he's not. He doesn't have the. I mean, he's not Josh Gordon, right? Luckily, yep. and Josh Gordon, I know, went for um, significant. Yeah, uh, he had significant money. He did in a in a few drafts, but he also was like the best wide receiver three years now ago. Now it's or been quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, but those those are the guys that if you can. Hopefully you want to, you have a couple of them in mind because people will pay for them though. Like you, you won't ever get anyone for free. No, oh, no. Well, with that game, we both went Patriots, so it doesn't we both yeah. won that? Okay, right. Moving to the next one, you went Falcons, I went Packers. So I'm back. I'm back in this bet. So that puts us heading into the Super Bowl. I am at six and four for the playoffs, and you are five and five. So five for five. Yep. Here we go. So what, when we make our bets later, I'm going to pick first. Basically, you just have to go against me, even if you don't believe it. That's <laughs> your well, we already only, know what's going to happen. That's your only chance. I'm like both of us know we're both of us want to pick Patriots, but but as we our Super Bowl draft, we all drafted. You know, we drafted the teams, and I got Patriots. You had Fal- yeah. Falcons. Were what your second pick behind the Cowboys? Uh, yes. So that was the Falcons were actually the fourth. I think the you know the the third pick. They were the third pick. I think you went. Yeah, because something I like got that. Yeah. Or, or something like that. But either way, Pat, Patriots Falcons. That's going to be a good matchup because the Falcons just destroyed the Packers. It was twenty four nothing at halftime. <laughs> I mean, it really was. It was over so quick, right? And I almost because and Packers didn't look that bad. It was that one fumble. 
um, from the pack. It really hurt him when it was down on the goal line. Oh, Ripkowski, that yeah. was that and was too bad because Ripkowski was running that really changed. hard. He was running really well. I that mean, he changed did. the game. It did. And that that one really hurt him. The Packers were that was going to make it. I can't remember exactly, but even with a the field, they were right there. It would have yeah. been, it would have been close. They would have been right in the game, and I think that just that just and, ended it. And I think. After that is they couldn't stop Julio. Whenever they needed a big play, man, he is so good. Yeah, I mean that. Pretty much, you just sum it up is that one play when he cuts across the middle, catches outside of his body, shakes off one tackle, takes on another, and then out sprints the the DB <laughs> yeah. to the end zone. And you're like, oh my gosh! Like when when he plays like that, you he looks like the best receiver in the league. Yeah, I, just, I mean, do you think there's a, do you think there's another wide receiver that you would rather have than him? And and you if they're both healthy all the time. If healthy all yeah. the time, no. Julio, I think, is I when healthy. I feel like he is the best receiver in the league. The problem is he's. In the league, it's actually and he played most games this well, year. No, that's the problem. Actually, I was just going to say, the problem is he is so tough. He plays through so many injuries, I, and I, it does affect him. I don't want to make these comparisons really quickly or whatever, but he is very, very reminiscent of Calvin Johnson, yep. which just exactly. retired because he he's, took so much abuse, and he played through things just like this. He yep. was a, a big wide receiver that was very, very fast. And he could do all these things, but he took a lot of punishment. There's both like that's exactly what I was thinking too with that comparison. They're so tough, but they just play through injuries, and they end up having a couple weeks where they don't do anything. Yeah. And but, you wonder if it's better to be an Antonio Brown that is unbelievably shifty. And what yeah. I mean, he just he gets himself open no matter what, and he doesn't take near as well, much that, punishment yeah, as like, like big wide receivers. Brown and Beckham, those guys don't take the hits like. Oh that yeah, they won't. And you and you start wondering about like Mike Evans. He you know? he took a couple of good shots this year. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, almost, someone took his head off yeah. on the sideline. Yep, that's for sure. But Jones, he's going to be he's going to be one of the top three. He's going to be probably top two receivers next year. It's Brown and Jones, I think, with then Beckham and Evans going right after him. That's kind of what will most likely be. Yeah, I still feel like Brown is going to go ahead of Jones in drafts, just because Brown has shown that he's I'll, less injury prone. True. I I'll throw this out there. I. If it was me, I honestly believe I would take Mike Evans as number one, then Antonio Brown, then Julio, and then Beckham. I would actually put Evans above because he's still incredibly young. He hasn't been injured, and he's, and he's the only guy there catching the ball from a Winston who loves throwing. He does, he does get all those targets yet. Yeah, and he's a sure. huge red zone offense. I mean, Beckham, you can make a case for any of these guys, and I, you know, you'd probably be somewhat right, but I think I would go Evans, which is not something I would have said <laughs> even, you know, even six months ago. I'm not sure if I'm there yet. And you have Evans. <laughs> I do. I've, when I'm looking at it, I mean, I still, I, I feel like I go Antonio Brown because I feel like he's just so consistent. Even his down weeks, like this past week, he was 7 for 77, and that's a down week. Yeah, that's true. That's, I can't that's argue. I mean, of, I'm not going to argue with Antonio Brown. Where, it's, it's, sure. I mean, you, you can't go wrong, I think, with any of no. those guys. And but, the, but a little bit about the game, yeah, Ryan was great. 392 yards, four touchdowns, just ridiculous. They didn't really have to do much on the ground. They had 101 yards and only 3.4 yards per carry. Freeman had 42 yards, Coleman had 29. Nothing well, much there. Every they really time they to. get the ball, don't they look just phenomenal? Both of them, it's yep. crazy. They did more They did more out of the um, receiving this week than they did running. So that's how dynamic those guys yeah. are. And so I, I love Devonta Freeman, but Coleman just looks like a – Frightening when he gets the ball. Like if I was a defensive, I would just be terrified of that guy. <laughs> the Packers run game now is kind of ugh. well. It finally caught up to him. I, the fact that they rattled off, rattled off eight straight wins is miraculous without a real running back and yeah. having a very subpar defense that was really just covering it up with schemes oh, and yeah. doing a wonderful job at it. Don't get me wrong, 
But um, talk about overperforming, and you know, I guess if you're behind Aaron Rodgers, anything can happen. But that that run game, I can't believe it. It's you know held up until this point. It's pretty pretty awesome. Well, I mean, they only even had twelve carries between the running backs. They just couldn't run the ball anyway. They were down. They had to, Rodgers was their leading rusher with forty six. <laughs> Makes sense. Then Randall Cobb led him in receiving, actually, with 82 yards off six catches. He's becoming more of a, yeah. like a slot guy. He, well, he like, should be. That's, that kind of makes sense with Nelson and well. Adams on the outside. Get Cobb kind of in that almost like a Edelman-type role. Yeah, and that's where that, he, that, that really pretty, is where he should be. He should really excelled at, in those kind of situations. You don't want him outside. And Jordy, I mean, they even said he would not have played that game if it was a regular season game, and he still had 67 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, he, and he six looked, catches. He still looked really good. Yeah, and they, that was, they said he wouldn't have played, so... It's, it's, it's tough. I'll give you this. Not a whole lot to dislike about the Green Bay Packers. They're going to be just fine next year, I think. Yeah. They're going to get... I hope they add to their defense, and they, they they should be in contention if they do the right moves. Yep. I don't think they're... I think they're only a couple players off from being in the in the Super Bowl this year. I was really curious what they're going to end up doing with that running game. Are they going to, are they going to bring back Lacey on a one-year deal, maybe? Cheaper deal? Because he's not worth what... They, <laughs> he's not going to be worth a, a big contract, that's for sure. So do you bring? Does he get a you know cheap deal and come back? Do they just move on from him? Chris and Michael's a free agent, and, and yeah. they're going to move on from Starks. And so it's Ty Montgomery. To, he's not. He's not. A, I don't, no. I don't, he's not a full time back. I'm trying to think of who. Or do they go I'm draft? Think him of, yeah, I was going to say. I'm trying to think of who is going to be available in the draft and outside of it. I, I think it would be very very. The running running back list isn't great free agent wise. No. You could go with some older guys like there's Darren McFadden, there's D'Angelo Williams. You don't want those guys unless they no. want just a guy in a one year thing. Well, I wouldn't mind if if you had D'Angelo Williams. He's a, he a free agent. I, I doubt he's going to resign I, with. If Pittsburgh. you could get D'Angelo Williams and you could pair him with a, uh, you know, uh, someone much like they use Coleman in Atlanta, where you can get him to be out there, be able to block, run the ball, and give someone Aaron Rodgers an idea to like you know flare out to. Yeah. Especially Coleman, he gets down the field so well that he it's pretty much like having another one. I'd like to see like a Danny Woodhead on that team. He's a free that, agent too. Someone like that would, like that, and you won't have to pay these guys a ton, no, right? That, that would be an interesting fit with and Rogers. I, I don't want to say like I don't want to go as far as saying like Sproles, right? But like a Sproles type individual, maybe a bit younger, because you don't want to overpay for him and you want him to stay healthy. Oh, maybe Rex Burkhead fits in. He's a free agent. Look, a, look, look what he did the last game for Cincinnati. He feels yeah, like he, he feels like a Packer type player. Yeah, but it's going to be very interesting to see what they do. I know they're set at quarterback and receiver, but yeah. just got to see what they're going to do. Other than that, and then I mean Atlanta. We talked about them. They're just good. I mean, yeah. I'm yep. waiting to see if they get a, a tight end option next year. Maybe maybe Austin Hooper steps up and actually becomes fantasy relevant. They don't have a fantasy relevant tight end this year. Yeah, that's actually very funny because for so many years they really leaned on yep. Gonzalez. So if everyone else gets the ball, yeah, Jones, Sanu, Freeman, Coleman, Gabriel. Yeah, they they just have so many people to throw to that they they kind of forget about tight ends. Well, and I hope they don't. And that's not bad. They might just use them for blocking. You know I mean, well, and for fantasy purposes, I hope they don't improve their defense. So they have to still throw the ball <laughs> yeah. and score all these points. Because they, if their defense improves, and I really would have to look into it. I'm not sure of the age of their their positions. But once again, I mean, they're one of these teams that if they make the right moves and they they don't lose too many guys. Offensively and offensively, they're they're fairly young. Freeman is what third year guy. Coleman's a second year oh, guy. Both of those are Matt Ryan. He's been around, but quarterbacks can play for us. Yeah, and he's. I mean, you know, he's gonna be locked. Jones down. is the only one. He might have a couple more years before he starts to fall off. But yeah, but they'll have him. Yep. So it's just that kind of. I don't know what Sanu is um, on, but he he played really well last game. 
Yeah, and, and Gabriel. He's a good number two receiver. Gabriel is really stepping up. Yeah, so, and he would be a great good. one to re-sign. I know he came over from the Browns, so. I don't see how they're going to fall off at all. I mean. You would you would say that, but I mean, you didn't think you the lose Panthers, your offensive coordinator, like you said. I didn't think the Panthers would fall off either. Yeah, we wouldn't have thought that. We think they get oh, they're getting everybody back plus Kelvin Benjamin. I, I would like to see off, so. one more year from Matt Ryan at this level because yep. I, I've seen it where other quarterbacks, and that's what's so special about quarterbacks like Breeze and Brady and those guys is they, they don't have down years. Yep. So you know, and even Eli, those Roethlisberger, whoever. You know, it's up and down depending on what's going on with the team. So, um, I need one more year to see that from Matt Ryan. And oh, me too. We'll but I think he's still going to be be a top five quarterback drafted next year. Yeah. So, which means I probably I won't end up with him. But Most likely not. I would like to, but I won't. I won't get him. All right. Well, Jeff, Super Bowl Fifty One. Woo! It's New England is a three point favorite right three now. Point favorite. Three points. And. The over-under is actually pretty high. It's one of the highest ever for a Super Bowl, 59 points. I can see that going over, actually, yeah. They went over last week. and The Falcons-Packers actually went over that line, which was the biggest over-under in, yeah. in the playoffs history, and they still went over it. They could, this could be a shootout. Patriots' defense is – they've been decent, but they haven't played anybody, really. No, but – Except I, the Steelers, and, I guess. Yeah, but. and Belichick I trust, though. I, I just think he's going to put together a game plan. But, Every try to take Matt Ryan out of it. But you got to think, every single Patriots Super Bowl is close. Yeah. One of the Patriots in a – they're never – it's every Super Bowl they've been in has been ridiculously yeah. close. And because they can play any style of ball. Yep. So why would you – I mean, they're going to make sure they don't turn it over and they're going to try to make the other team lose. And then when they have to step up, they will. But I, I can see it being, you know, 24-27, something like that is probably what I'm looking at. So, and if the Patriots – they're just – you win another Super Bowl, that's just unreal. If they do, if Brady's I – mean, how does he not go down as the greatest quarterback of all time at this point? Seven, he's been in seven Super Bowls now. Yeah, I mean, it's just the winning alone. I mean, you can make a lot of different arguments, and I know that that would debate or that would spark a huge debate of who's the best. But the amount of numbers he's able to put up in the winning and the percentages and, I mean, year after year, it is incredible. And if he had won – Say, if he had finished that perfect season, yep. where you know the Giants didn't snatch it away, I don't think this would even be. No. I think it would already be like this would be the the bookend to it. And I think since Brady's become the starter, I don't think they've ever gone like two seasons, oh, more than two straight seasons without being to a Super Bowl. It's just ridiculous. Is that true? I think I'm pretty sure that's the case. They haven't gone it's two. Like, they got two seasons is the most they ever go without making oh, a Super gosh. Bowl since he's been in there. Just just ridiculous. But I'm gonna make my pick. You make it, and then I will <laughs> make the opposite. I have to go with New England as a three-point favorite. I have to. I'm going New England. So, Jeff, what do you think you're going to pick here? So, for the sake of the bet, I'm going to say the Falcons. And I'll be honest. In that 27-24, yeah. Patriots win. And so, they don't cover. Yeah. You hope it gets a three and a half. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe, by, before Maybe the they win by a safety. Um, but I'll go Falcons. But, you know, even though I'm giving Patriots a lot of love, Falcons legitimately have... A shot at winning this. Oh I, yeah! If I had to pick an offense, I think Falcons are better. I just think Patriots have been there. They're incredibly efficient, yep. and I, I just like the coaching of Belichick way more. I just think he's gonna just make 
the game incredibly difficult for the Falcons, no matter what they try to do. They're going to probably find a way to try to stop Julio. Yeah, and that's what they'll have to. They have to shut down Julio, and they have to frustrate Matt Ryan, and then you have to hope that everyone else kind of falls in place. I can see the running backs playing a a very big role in this, because I think they're going to make it very difficult to pass down the field. So Coleman and Devontae Freeman, I think, are going to have to be the difference makers. Well, I think that's it for our Super Bowl. We'll have a little more to talk about next week. Call right now. Super Bowl MVP. Oh, it's going to be Brady. Think Brady all the I way. think he gets it, no matter what. I think, and I can't wait to see um, Goodell have to hand him that trophy. <laughs> I'm going to say Devontae Freeman. Ooh. My, my so you, have to, you have to go with somebody yeah. over there. So I was uh, really hoping you were going to go on a limb and say uh, no. Hogan. Because <laughs> I don't even care what the happens in the game. They're going to, the writers or whatever are going to vote Brady to be the MVP, so Roger Goodell has to hand Brady that trophy. That would be amazing. It's going to be great. Well, here we go. My top five list, again. of This time, it's players that I am going to avoid in drafts next year. And it has not necessarily that I think these players are going to have a bad year. I actually like a lot of these players on the list. It's more of the fact that I feel like they're going to go for either more money in an auction than I want, or they're going to go in a higher round in the stink draft that I want. I just don't want to... Like, I don't want this guy to be my number one receiver or my number one running back kind of thing, and you almost have to draft them as that. So that's kind of what I'm looking at here. It's not that I no, don't think I think any of these players are going to be bad players. It's just this is what the list right. is going to be. Their value is, is over what yep. they should be. So number five, I'll start off my list. This might surprise you. All right. Number five is Michael Thomas. That does surprise me. And it's not that I don't like Michael Thomas. Obviously not, because you have a love affair with I that do. guy. I do. I'm starting to see more and more early 2017 lists. And Michael Thomas, is a he's a top 10 wide receiver in almost every list. There's the problem is, that means he is a wide receiver one. I do not want Michael Thomas as my wide receiver one. No, I don't want to... Think about yeah, that, right? I, well, you don't want a Saints wide receiver. Same no, way, I don't want a Patriots wide no, receiver. I don't want Michael... I like Michael Thomas a lot. Yeah, if he's, right. if he's my second, I'm okay with it, but I'd even rather have my third, but you're not going to be able to get that anymore. That's very true. That's the problem. He's on, very true. You won't even be able to get him in number two. I that mean, in the, the worst I've seen, he's going to be top 15 at worst in these rankings, and that's a that's a top-end wide receiver too. And I just... It worries that I don't want... He's good, very good. He's had a great rookie year, but... Not enough of a track record there for me. No. Not to mention, I mean, do you, do you feel safe enough? I mean, obviously you like him more than Brandon Cooks. But Brandon Cooks, and one of the lists I'm actually looking at right now, Brandon Cooks, they have they have Thomas 10, Brandon Cooks 11. See? Like, it's just, I don't, it's, it's no, like, one can, no one knows no. what to do with those two as they put them together. Yeah, it's a consistency thing, too. You never know who's going to get the, the lion's yeah. share. And I, I mean, I really hope I get Michael Thomas on some of my teams, but he's not going to, like... And the problem with us, auction, he'll be yeah. in our auction draft. He's, he would be my number three if it I got depends, him. Yeah, and it depends where, you know, when people nominate him. Yep. And so that's if I if I get him in our if you could nominate him early, yep. people might sleep on him. But like if you're in a snake draft, he's going to go way too early yeah. for me. And that's just not who I want my wide receiver one to be. It's not at all. I like him a lot, but he's not there yet for me. All right, I, I, I I'm behind that one. What's your, what's number number four? four is going to be. Lamar Miller. Oh yeah, I'm 100 percent behind right? him. And he's he's again he's still being an early list. He's still getting put as a top ten running back. He's ne- he, he hasn't done it. He didn't do it in Miami. He, he showed he did one year flashes that he's going to be good. And he just he was especially if they don't fix the quarterback. Exactly. If they don't fix that quarterback situation, if it's Brock Osweiler again, 
they're not going to get any better. Yeah. Lamar Miller, I don't think he can handle a full workload either. He never could in Miami. There's a reason they didn't give him all the carries. Yeah, I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. He's going to. You're going to have to get him basically as a running back one. And I don't even want him as a running back two almost. This is the same reason I didn't want him this Dude, past year either. But it, it's I, way I totally high. agree with you on that one. Way, way too high. And I've seen him going in early, you know, those drafts. Wait, it's just, no, can't do it. I If he's my running back two, I'd be okay with it. But I'm not even sold on that. And I really am not because I think he's I think he's going to get injured, and I don't think he really performs that well. So he's my number four on my list. So number three, this is actually if you look back to my drop off list, same one my one overlap, and that's Jordy Nelson. And it's not like I think Jordy's going to have a bad year. It's just he was the number two receiver this year. He's people are going to expect another huge year from him, so he's going to go. I mean, he's gonna go behind Brown, Beckham, Jones, and Evans. We know that, but he's I think he's the, I think he's the next one. It, it's him or AJ Green, really. Yeah. Him, AJ Green, Dez. That, oh, yeah. And I would take AJ and Dez over. Exactly. That's that's exactly what I would do too. And once again, it's it's very difficult because we like Jordy a lot, and you see, I mean, the guy really is good. He's on yep. a great offense. Yep. Um, I don't know. I just it is. It's very difficult to. It's more rel- I just, rely on him. The price I'd have to pay to get him is just not what I want to pay. Exactly. And I just I, I worry about, I worry about injuries him playing and age. the whole year kind of thing. Yeah. Injuries, age, and Rogers is going to throw the ball around a million people. I don't know if he's. I don't think he's. Gonna, he's not going to repeat this season. I just don't see it. And, and I know a lot of people are going to have him up on their list. No, people aren't going to be really down on him. But I just I'm not necessarily down on him. I'm just you no. Know, I, just, I mean, I think will he be a top twenty wide receiver? Yes. Oh yes. Will definitely. he miss? Two three games, I, Possibly, I, yeah. I would say that's pretty fair. Yep. And do I want to pay top ten, you know, for him? No, I don't. So I, yeah, I get that. It, it pains me to say that though because I really like Jordy. And it, it, it's it's what I see happening. Yeah. All right, number two. This is another one. Maybe surprise you. I don't know. Jay Ajayi. That does it well. I don't know. Make your case. Why? Well, the thing is, I do like, not want Jay Ajayi. It's it. This is if I'm looking at it in an auction draft, if I'm starting fresh on a redraft, not like in our keeper league where I get yeah. I get JGI for eight bucks. Right. So I, I like that. So you're saying me, you don't I love I love a JGI in my team for eight dollars. Um, looking at these drafts and you know these early rankings, JGI is typically five, six, or seventh. Okay. In this one right here, I'm looking at he's the sixth running back on the board. You want JGI that high? Is, are you comp- confident JGI is your number one running back in your team? Ooh. And that's no, what, that is what he is. This that's is this is my I guess this is my thing with running backs. First of all, we we agree, right, that the top three are gonna come off the board. Yep. So if you're at the end of the first round, um and I mean I'm trying to think of who you would rather have over him. I guess that's the question. Well, it, I, I like I like his potential, I like he's young, I think he's gonna kind of repeat this year. I I don't really have a lot of doubt about him. I'm gonna that. steal this from this from Eric Carabell on ESPN. So okay. he's one of you know, he's been around fantasy football stuff forever. So this guy seems to know what he's talking about sometimes. He's not as prominent anymore, but here are his tiers. Obviously the top three, mm-hmm. like we know. No big deal. So this is his second tier players. He goes McCoy, Jordan Howard, then J. So after Jay Ajayi, he has DeMarco Murray, Devontae Freeman, Melvin Gordon. I think you would want all any three of those over Jay Ajayi. I would. I would Maybe have, not Murray. Maybe not yeah, Murray. But I, Freeman and Gordon, I would. Once again, I love Murray, but I think his, his carries are going to be cut in half by Henry. So yep. I, I wouldn't do Murray. I, I really do like Melvin Gordon. I think he, he had a coming out party. So I think... 
I, I agree. I like him a lot, and I think they use him a lot more in the passing offense now and stuff too. So I, I see his his ceiling even being a little higher. And I just I I don't want JJ as my running back one. That's pretty much it. If he's my like look, at, we're going to be going into our our keeper league. He's going to be kept on my team, but I want somebody ahead of him. Yeah, I guess I would go Melvin Gordon, but Jay Jayu would be in that discussion. I, I guess that's my big thing is I don't want to put myself in that situation where I potentially have to make him my number one. See, that's and that's where I'm I, would, at, I wouldn't mind having him on my no, team. And he's going to be on my team, and I'm actually I'm excited about yeah. that. But he's going to if if all goes right, right. when I draft, he's going to be my number two. It gets real, real shallow, real quick on running back though. Really so does. I could see that situation happening, and I grab him, um, and I have mixed feelings, but. Well, so that, that's a tough one for me. I'm not sure. Because yeah, if, if totally you do look at the, the next tier after that on his on Carabelle's oh, tiers, can't wait to hear this. Lamar Miller, Carlos Hyde, C.J. Anderson, Todd Gurley, Mark Ingram. Oh, it does drop right. And I like, yeah, I like I like talent wise. I like Gurley out of all those. Yeah, I, well, especially for a bounce back. Hyde here, though but, too with Kyle and Kyle Shanahan's offense. I like in well, San Francisco. Hyde's talent is never the issue, right? It's yeah. injuries, and then you're on a, an incredibly shitty team. But maybe but, maybe Kyle Shanahan. I don't know how good of a head coach he'll be, but we'll see. Yeah. So I mean, I I like a lot of those guys, but yeah. um, those are the guys that I can grab a few and not pay for. Yep. You still have to pay for a giant, but you know that he's gonna be the workhorse, you know and he's young. So I do like that. I, I think you're gonna get your money's worth. You know it's gonna be great yeah. um, on Thursday's episode. We're gonna mm-hmm. be able to test some of this. We're gonna do a little mock. Draft. Yeah, we are. So, so I'm looking forward to that. It's early, but at the same we're time, gonna, we'll be, be able fun. to see what what we think when it gets to that spot and these players are on the board. That's yeah, gonna be super early mock draft, but it's gonna be it'll be good to get a little one out of the way. See what we're thinking. My number one player then on the players I'm gonna avoid, and actually this is probably my player I'm gonna avoid every year. It's always been that way. It's Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, it always is. I've I've never been one to pay for a tight end. Gronkowski always goes for way too high. He's still going to be the top court or tight end next year. Mm-hmm. The guy's showing he's injury prone. Constantly, he's constantly injured. And the way this, he plays, this is the first year where I'm going to 100 percent agree with you. Yep. I don't think he's going to stay healthy, just like you said. And years before, if I was at the end of the draft, I thought he gave you the biggest advantage, even if he did miss one or two yep. games. Yep. But I don't. I just it's not quite there anymore. Like I don't trust it for that kind of. Especially kind of if price. you got some people that possibly are stepping up at tight end, like Kelsey and Eifert. You never, yeah. you know, it's, it's he's he's great. If he's if he plays a full sixteen game season, he's going to be great. But I don't no. see that happening. It he's going to miss me. a couple. Yeah, it scares me. Not only missing a couple, but when he gets hurt, he's yeah. so banged up now that they keep. You know, there's kind of whispers already that his career is coming to an end. You know, eventually, because of all this punishment he's yep. taking in, what what is all of a sudden he's going to become this guy that doesn't get touched? Like, yep. no way, he's going to take these big hits. Yep. So, um, uh, I mean, he's, he's been my I've avoided him for years, which though. is that's crazy to me because I would have loved to have. Him I just always I, I have, truly thought he was the biggest well, advantage you could have. I, I agree. I just never wanted to spend on that position. I always, yeah. it just, it just something I always avoided. I don't know why. I just always has, always did, and I never wanted like Especially, last year. He was going first round value in drafts. It's yeah. not. In snake drafts, I I absolutely you know in the past years I absolutely would have taken him. I, I would have wanted a late round and taken him. And you probably have to take him first round, but take him first round, and then you have a very quality wide receiver or something you can grab. And I think that would be the best thing for your buck. But you know, in 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 auction leagues, he goes for just a tremendous amount. So I just never I could never pony up to do that, but. I really like Gronk, but it's too bad. I, I totally agree with you on this one. I'm I'm gonna avoid him like the plague as well because I think he's too dangerous to have on your roster. Well, I think that does it for our little conference championship recap, Super Bowl preview slash players to avoid show. So 
got a lot in there. Yeah. And we'll have one more episode this week. We just talked a little bit. We're going to do a little mock draft on fantasyfootballcalculator.com. You know, see where we're at. We don't know where we're picking yet. We're going to figure that out here before we draft and make the draft for our next show. I don't know what we'll do for that. We'll figure something out. And then, you know, in the meantime, go visit us at the, the fancy football or fantasyfootballprofit.com. Don't put the in there. That'll be wrong. You will probably find some other website. And follow us on Twitter at the FF Profit. And we'll talk to you guys next time.